Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Staking Mondays. My name is Ken, and I'm here today with co-founder of Staking Rewards, Mirko Schmiel, and we are delighted to welcome today's guest, Colin Style. He's a co-founder and COO from Cartesi, a layer two scaling solution. In their DApp building platform, users can build on multiple blockchains and developers can write code in familiar languages like Python. So let's jump right into it. Lightning round, very short, quick answers here. Uh, Colin, what was your first crypto investment outside of BTC and Ethereum? Sure, yeah. So hello, everyone. Glad to be here. Uh, so I actually started in blockchain around four years ago. And before that, I was working at a venture capital firm called SOSV. And this is where I actually first learned about blockchain because we were one of the first investors in BitMEX. So it kind of piqued my interest. Interest uh, Got to work with the project a little bit. And actually, when I was working out of one of their Taipei offices in Taiwan here, uh, someone actually came in from Cardano and I didn't know much about the blockchain space at the time. And then I was really interested about it in a, I actually ended up buying Cardano as one of my first investments outside of BTC and uh, Ethereum. All right, that's interesting. And then which person inspired you the most during your crypto journey? Yeah, during my crypto journey, I would actually say my co-founders have inspired me the most. So I met Eric Demora, uh, our CEO here in Taipei through an entrepreneurship program. And uh, through Eric, I met Augusto, uh, our CSO and Diego, our CTO, who are uh, really, really smart in the space. And they've inspired me from the beginning of Cartesi. And Colin, what is the most inspiring layer two project outside of your own? Uh, so we are actually partners with Polygon. They've uh, been a big inspiration for us uh, in the way that they've grown and attracted so much uh, DeFi uh, activity. Uh, another great project that we uh, I watch closely is Arbitrum. They've been doing really well. Uh, they also build an optimistic roll-up solution. So that has been a big player. Cool. And what's your favorite crypto podcast outside of Stacking Mondays? Definitely has to be A16Z. Good content. And when is the last time you checked your crypto portfolio? Ooh, maybe like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And which des destination are you planning to travel to next? Uh, so I'm currently in Taiwan. Uh, quarantine rules are pretty strict here, so I haven't been able to travel so much. But hopefully I'll take a visit home to Canada soon. Awesome. And thanks for all those uh, lightning round questions there, Colin. So we're about to get into more questions around layer two scaling solutions now. In general, can you give us an intro to the Ethereum scaling solution? Uh, what are rollups, state channels and side chains? And what are their main differences? Sure, I can uh, try to keep this simple. So essentially side chains are a parallel blockchain running on Ethereum and they have their own security guarantees. Whereas rollups are bundle a bunch of transactions off-chain and then once every epoch go back to the main chain. So they inher uh, effectively inherit the security guarantees of whatever underlying blockchain they're on. Uh, and state channels are essentially entered in between certain participants where a bunch of transactions can happen uh, and then they go back to the main chain. So this is kind of a, a quick lightning overview of those three. And what we're building at Cartesi is optimistic rollups. Cool. And then like there are two types of rollups, optimistic rollups and ZK rollups. Like what are the differences there? Maybe you can give like a, a quick intro on that as well. Sure, sure. 
So uh, yeah, ZK rollups essentially uh, create a cryptographic proof off chain and they have uh, one of the biggest advantages of ZK rollups is that they have instant finality. Uh, whereas optimistic rollups are actually capable of executing smart contracts. So it opens up for a lot more computation, but however, the drawback to optimistic rollups is that you do have this epoch and delay should you have to go back to the main chain. And welcome to all of our audience today. If you guys have questions for Colin, make sure to ask in the chat and we'll have a community question section after this year. Uh, so why did you choose rollups, Colin, as a layer two scaling solution and not another solution? Sure, yeah. So, I mean, at Cartesi, we're trying to be an innovative blockchain company that's leading the path in whatever endeavor we take. So thus, what is happening in the market directly affects us and we have to adjust our strategy as we go. So initially, uh, what we're bringing to the space is that's uh, our actually unfair advantage, I guess you can say, is that we're developing this new kind of VM that runs a Linux OS. So the whole idea will be to allow developers to code with mainstream software and allow traditional developers to easily come into blockchain technology. Now, uh, this product actually started uh, as kind of a computational oracle, which is what we have out right now. And we call that Descartes. So we built an early game on this called Creeps, which was the first kind of tower defense game, which uh, run billions of microprocessor instructions. And this was a good show showcase of using mainstream software and heavy computational loads in a D app. So we could actually run uh, a full tower defense game tournament inside of this VM. Now, as the project progressed, we uh, kind of are using rollups as the, uh, output of what we can do with this VM. So when we create this VM on top of our optimistic rollups, we actually enable uh, smart contracts to be coded with mainstream software. So we imagine this opening up a whole ton of new possibilities, uh, such as more complex steps, uh, uh, smart contracts using databases, web servers, or machine learning algorithms. Okay, and, and to go a little off script here, what? Why is it so important to you to bring in the mainstream developers into the blockchain space? Uh, for one reason, uh, we believe that, I mean, compared to all the developers out there in the world, uh, only a very, very small fraction, like tens of thousands are developing for blockchains at the moment. So we see a huge opportunity in this space, but these people want to get into blockchain, but they don't know where to start. Uh, it's all new. If you go to Ethereum and have to code into Solidity, you have to learn a new language and none of the tool sets that have developed over the past 30 years are actually existent on Ethereum. For example, there is no concept of even opening a file. So this is uh, one of the main motives for this. And we can imagine a whole new wave of dApps being able to be created because of Cartesi. Absolutely. And uh, getting more into the talk about rollups here. So what are the critics against rollups and how do you address them? biggest challenges and hurdles that you face surrounding rollups? Uh, so I guess the biggest challenge I would say for rollups is trying to get adoption, right? So I, I would say it's been slow so far, although the technology is very, very early stages. Uh, we've seen Optimism come out, we've seen Arbitrum come out, uh, but the adoption has been a bit slow. Arbitrum is leading the way. They have quite a bit of TVL locked, but I think the you know, the main challenge is getting people to bridge over to these rollups. So a key with this, as we've seen with Arbitrum lately, is actually 
Binance was able to integrate Ethereum withdrawals directly onto Arbitrum. So I think this will be a key factor in adoption for rollups, where eventually if we get all of these exchanges integrating the rollups networks, so for example, I take uh, Ethereum and I can directly withdraw it onto Cartesi rollups, this will uh, be a huge factor in adoption. Cool. And so uh, going a little bit in the future, like, do you think we still need layer two scaling once Ethereum 2.0 goes live and the, the merge is happening and uh, we have like on-chain scaling, we are sharding already, like what happens to all the layer two scaling solutions then, including Katasi uh, and like everything else, like, is it still needed or I, I think that's a, that's a big question that a lot of people have at the moment. Definitely. That's a, that's a great question actually. And the view of our team is actually that Ethereum 2.0 only makes our rollups better. Uh, I'm sure everyone has seen that Vitalik has been writing a lot on the future of Ethereum lately and how rollups will be incorporated. And he's kind of going all in on rollups uh, being the future of Ethereum. So I think we should only use the base layer, the layer one chain of Ethereum for very seldomly because it's an expensive resource uh, in terms of security and decentralization. And I think most of the activity in the future will happen on rollups. So with sharding, things only get faster and better. Uh, we'd be able to run in one shard or multiple shards uh, and things like this. And the thing with Cartesi that's quite interesting is that we do bring this new VM that will enable traditional developers to come uh, code with mainstream software and ultimately be the first operating system for blockchains. So Ethereum 2.0 for us will actually, we'll bring this feature to Ethereum 2.0 and it'll become even more faster and convenient for users. So you mean the uh, on-chain sharding on Ethereum 2.0 will not nearly be enough for all the like industry scaling needs, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, okay, that makes a lot of we're, sense. Yeah, we're in yeah. the infant stages of this, so it'll grow, yeah, thousandfold. Yeah. And what, what do you think uh, it takes for a layer two scaling solution like yours to be successful? And like, can there be multiple at the same time? Or is it like a winner takes it all? Because if a lot of people use the same solution, isn't it more uh, convenient if like one dominant solution um, is establishing itself mm -hmm. as like the, uh, yeah, the leader in the market and the go-to solution? Yeah, I think we're actually going to see several uh, succeeding and cooperating together uh, in the future. I think we're really early on, so we don't know what will happen yet. But <clears throat> I personally believe there won't be one ultimate rollups winner or one ultimate layer two winner. Actually, what I would love to see and what our team wants to focus on is the composability factor of this. So I would love to see uh, rollups being able to compose with each other. Uh, you could use dApps across different rollups or liquidity. I think this would be a really, really cool feature. And I think we're going to put a lot of effort on researching how to do this. Uh, we're seeing some promising technologies come out like layer zero, uh, just in the initial stages, but these will be interesting to watch, see how they develop. Yeah, some very exciting stuff there coming down the pipeline. Um, so what's your take on M&A in the scaling space? Uh, recently, we saw, we saw Polygon had acquired Mirror Protocol and last year they acquired Hermes, you know, what's your take on the, on these M and A's that are happening? Yeah, I think this is really, really interesting. Uh, obviously there's a lot of projects in the space, uh, new ones are popping up every single day and it's going to be hard for people to get adoption or choose which product they want to use. 
so I think it makes sense that uh, M&A is occurring. Uh, Polygon has been a leader in the space so far for this. Uh, very impressive. They they want I know they've just released their ZK scale, uh, plans with their billion dollar ecosystem fund. So I think in the future we're going to see much much more M and A. Uh, we're going to see projects become bigger. Uh, teams will grow as a result of this, and uh, probably different models come out as well. Uh, so how Polygon has been doing with merging the tokens is quite interesting. Uh, as these become more decentralized and we see DAOs doing this, I'm really excited to see what happens. Is it like a, a strategy that you would adopt yourself kind of, or like, are, are you, do you think you, it would be feasible for you to get acquired or to acquire someone else? Uh, this is something we will look at in the future. Uh, right now, our focus is definitely on getting Cartesi rollups out there on mainnet. Uh, and working and we're working heavily on our Cartesi Labs ecosystem fund right now. So funding developer teams uh, and projects to build on Cartesi. So in the future, yes, we could definitely consider uh, M&A and strategic decisions. This is at the forefront of our business thinking, but for right now, our focus is on releasing. Get those developers building, right? Exactly. Um, Cool. So now we're going to get into some more questions, more focused on Cartesi. Um, so, so what is the exact go-to market strategy for Cartesi? <clears throat> sure. So as I mentioned, uh, one of the biggest go-to market strategies for us is the Cartesi Labs. So the Cartesi Foundation has this ecosystem fund where we give out grants and support projects that will build on Cartesi. Uh, we're also supporting researchers and those who want to build tools to make developing on Cartesi easier. So under this program, we've actually had three projects uh, successfully completed. One was an IoT project called Crayol, another an NFT project called SimThunder, and one tooling project called Carti. So essentially, uh, we're giving grants for people to build on Cartesi. Uh, we're reaching out to system integrators to build the initial dApps for the ecosystem. And we, we're expecting a snowball effect as we keep pushing on towards this effort. And we're actually going through a whole rebranding process right now. Uh, so we're, we're, hope, we're hoping to release more info on that uh, in the beginning months of the new year. So look forward to that. Awesome. And we will. We'll keep an eye out for that. Um, so can you explain how a developer could actually apply for the ecosystem fund uh, to fund their project? Sure. Uh, definitely. Very easily. So go to cartesi.io slash labs. Uh, all of the information you need there, you can simply fill out the Google form and we'll reach out and contact you. Uh, we have a brand new director of Cartesi Labs, so he's leading the program. And make sure to join our developer community on Discord. So it's quite active. You can ask any questions about the grants, uh, developing with Cartesi or uh, staking CTSI as well. Yeah, some great advice to anyone who's developing. Uh, never go through it alone. Always reach out to these uh, organizations, these these foundations that are offering funding to support you guys. Um, and now, if you could just talk about Colin, the differences from Cartesi from other layer two scaling solutions via rollups. What makes Cartesi unique? Definitely. So yeah, as I said before, um, we are an optimistic rollup solution, uh, similar to what Arbitrum has built with interactive dispute resolution. Uh, however, our VM is not an EVM itself, as other rollups solutions are focusing on, making it as easy as possible for existing dApps on Ethereum to move over to their rollups. What we're doing is kind of bringing a game changer. Uh, we're introducing a new VM on top of 
an EVM compatible rollup system or other blockchains that don't support the EVM. Uh, and this VM is actually a RISC-V instruction set. So it takes computation up to a level where you, we can actually run a real operating system. So developers can code as they're used to doing on a Linux OS. So they can use all of the software, the libraries, the tools that they're used to, or incorporating existing open source software into the blockchain. So this is the uh, differentiating factor when we bring a, a talk about Cartesi rollups. Awesome. And then like, what role does the staking uh, play in the Cartesi uh, ecosystem? And like, so, so what are validators doing exactly? And what kind of um, implications does that have um, for the security and every, everything that's happening in the network? Sure, yeah. So this is actually uh, another product that we ha we didn't go too much into yet. So we have the Cartesi rollups, which you can think of Cartesi essentially be this entire scalability stack. Cartesi rollups will be the CPU of this whole blockchain ecosystem. And you can view our sidechain, which is what the staking is fueling right now. And it's called NoEther. Uh, this will be kind of the storage of the blockchain ecosystem. So essentially we're bootstrapping this now. The staking system, the proof of stake system has been running for over a year. And stakers receive CTSI rewards by staking their tokens via the Explorer in a pool. Uh, we've recently released delegated staking and participating in the network, helping to decentralize it. So these node runners are selected randomly according to a PS, POS algorithm, and then they gain the right to create the next block. And then if you're staking in a pool, it distributes the rewards to all of the stakers in the pool. So eventually, once this network is more developed, uh, it will actually be focused on providing a high-performance temporary data availability solution. So our rollups will actually be able to use this to outsource several different services, uh, use it as data availability, and usually the network will pay CTS CTSI fees to insert the data on this sidechain. Cool. So that's already connected, like currently, like the uh, Ethereum scaling and the Cartesi um, blockchain. Is that like already like uh, like the computational information already stored on the Cartesi blockchain, right? Uh, not yet, not yet. So in the future, actually, we, we are looking at combining both the rollups node validators with the sidechain validators. So these seamlessly work together. Uh, but at the moment, they're separate and the rollups will actually use NoEther, our sidechain, when it's ready for data availability. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So like, do you have any estimate when this um, will be ready? Uh, we're, so we're actually, yeah, we don't have a date specifically. Uh, we're actually building out a brand new team. Our whole team has actually increased threefold since the beginning of the year. And we're building out a brand new team to work separately on the side chain so we can keep the projects in parallel. Uh, but our first and foremost priority is getting Cartesi rollups released. Cool. That's exciting. And then like, what's the end game for Cartesi and like, how, how will the world, the world look like in which Cartesi is extremely successful and kind of reaches its full potential? Definitely. So we have a quite a big vision ahead of us. So we essentially want to make like the development of blockchain apps uh, as easy as developers do for the apps we use on our iPhone or normal computer centralized world that we see today. So we want for a traditional developer to come in, build whatever they want to build, a complex D app on the blockchain, pick whatever blockchain they want to deploy it on, and it'll be 
very, very sim seamless and easy for both the developer and the user. So this is kind of the end game for us at Cartesi. Absolutely. And uh, Colin, you mentioned that your team actually grew, grew three times its size since the beginning of the year. Can you tell us a little bit about where you guys are located? Is it all remote? And are you currently hiring or seeking to hire anyone? Sure, yeah. So we're pretty much a 100% remote team. Uh, we've got people in several different countries across different continents. Uh, there's a few of us here in Taiwan. There's a few in other countries throughout Asia. There's quite a big portion of the team in uh, Europe. So Portugal, Netherlands, uh, even Russia. And then a lot, big part of our team is based in Brazil. A lot of the engineers there, as well as one of our co-founders. And we have a few people in Canada and the US as well, and even Africa. Wow, very decentralized, like to hear that. Cool, so now we're gonna move into more of the community questions here. Uh, looks like we had a few good ones. And we'll start with, uh, can you explain the difference between Cartesi and Polygon in one minute? <laughs> sure, no problem. Uh, so, I mean, Cartesi is act actually a partner with Polygon. We have our sh Texas Hodelum showcase coming out soon. So watch out for news on the MVP. Uh, that'll be quite exciting. But uh, we're not really a competitor with Polygon because our Cartesi rollups can run on Polygon itself, helping to bring mainstream developers to blockchain and this new era of dApps. Uh, but essentially what Polygon is, is a sidechain, as I explained in the beginning. So it's kind of a parallel blockchain to Ethereum. It has its own security guarantees and we are bringing a rollups to the ecosystem. So it, it relies on the underlying chain. So if we run on Polygon, uh, the security will be on Polygon when Polygon will definitely go back to Ethereum main chain. And then uh, there was another question on like, what are the uh, pros of using Cartesi as a layer three on Polygon instead of layer two on Ethereum? Oh, great. Yeah, so similar topic. So if Cartesi rollups are running on top of Polygon, uh, the pros of this is that they'll be even cheaper and faster. So we're kind of bringing another layer of scalability to this. And while our aggregator is not ready, uh, this will be really efficient for us to get Cartesi rollups out faster. So as mentioned in our recent uh, update article about rollups, our first version of Cartesi rollups will actually run on Polygon. All right, cool. And I, I just have another question. So Polygon is like also a side chain, same as like the, the Cartesi proof of stake chain. So is that like in any way competing with each other? Or because when you say you develop on Polygon or like you work closely together with Polygon, isn't that like kind of um, disruptive to your own proof of stake chain then? Uh, so their, their proof of stake chain is focusing on a different area. Uh, Noether will initially focus on temporary data availability and it will be optimized for Cartesi rollups itself. So we don't view this as a competition, no. Okay, very interesting. Yeah, you've, you've shared a lot of great insights with us here today. We're very grateful for you joining. And Colin, can you just tell the audience and anyone watching where they can go to learn more about Cartesi, the stuff you're working on and you know where they can follow you in general? Definitely. So come to our website. All of our social channels are linked there, uh, cartesi.io. Uh, make sure to join one of our communities. Our whole team is active, very active in Discord. Uh, if you want to become a node runner on our sidechain, uh, stake your CTSI, we're here to help. Or if you want to participate in the Cartesi Labs program, you have an idea for a dApp on Cartesi Rollups, 
uh, hop in Discord. We'll be glad to chat with you or give you a grant. So come on and say hi. Sounds promising, and we'll definitely check that out. We'll join Discord as well. Okay, guys, so awesome. if you want to check out previous episodes of Staking Mondays, be sure to view our YouTube and also on Spotify. And we also released some news about the SR20 index released recently. You can find that on stakingrewards.com, more information. So please like and subscribe to our channel. Like this video, share it around, guys. And as always, happy staking. Thanks so much for joining us today, Colin. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye.